0: This is The Morning Buzz with me, Natasha, and you're on Spice Radio. We are in our ninth year of our campaign, Hands Against Racism. And today, it is with great pleasure that I introduce you to our guest this morning, member of the City Council in Seattle since 2014, Shama Savant, who has not only carved a niche for herself in the U.S. politics scene, but is also a voice for workers, students, the LGBT community, the minorities, and the marginalized. Today, we are here to highlight the monumental moment in Seattle when caste discrimination is legally banned, a first in the U.S. And it is Councilwoman Shama Sawant's Endeavor that has made this possible. A very good morning to you, Shama, and thank you so much for your precious time today. Thank you so much for having me, Natasha. Shama, when I moved to Canada five years ago, I knew that racism is a huge issue here in the North Americas, and the caste system is what I had left back home in India. How did the caste system rear its ugly head here in this part of the globe? You're, you're right Natasha, a lot of uh, people, especially oppressed caste workers who moved from South Asia,
1: I think thought that they were leaving the horrors of the caste system behind. And certainly the way the caste discrimination phenomenon plays out in not only the United States, but North America and globally outside South Asia does not take all the horrific forms that it comes in and manifests itself in in South Asia. But data is now showing that caste discrimination is very real in the United States. It is becoming more and more pervasive, and the reason it's happening is because as the concentrations of South Asian immigrant worker population has increased, you're seeing some of those same dynamics play out. And in fact, I would say as a socialist, I would say fundamentally what it shows is the in uh, sort of the never-ending capacity of the capitalist system to nourish various forms of inequality. And so data are showing, for example, predominantly in the tech sector, because I think the workers there are feeling more emboldened to speak up openly because, you know, many of the oppressed caste workers might feel uh, justifiably feel retaliation. But the evidence we're seeing is that caste discrimination is faced by oppressed caste workers at the hands of their dominant caste bosses. And uh, it's across the spectrum, for example, Facebook, Microsoft,
0: Amazon, Cisco, IBM, Google, all of these big corporations, workers are saying that they're facing this. You mentioned workers. Now, when we talk about immigration, we have South Asians who move to this part of the world. One is for work and one is to study and, of course, eventually to settle down here. So does this discrimination happen in universities as well? It is actually become pervasive in universities as well. I'm so, I'm so glad you're asking because, actually,
1: before we won this historic ordinance in Seattle, making Seattle the first jurisdiction of any level outside South Asia to have won a ban on caste discrimination, there were university campuses that saw struggles led by students and faculty and oppressed caste led organizations that brought about a ban on those local campuses. So these are not as um, significant as obviously as, as an entire city banning it, but these are actually the first steps that were taken and are very important to recognize. So for example, Brandeis University, Colby College, the universities like these have already have seen struggles that succeeded in changing uh, or at least, you know, making a policy change on the campuses. Obviously, the struggle has to continue. Just by changing a policy, it doesn't mean that change happens overnight. But these are important steps forward. And one of the most prominent, I should mention, is the California State University or Cal State, which is a university system of 23 campuses in the state. And, is also significant because it's the largest four-year public university system in the United States. And there, there was a significant struggle against the caste-based discrimination that
0: students and faculty and staff also observe. And that's why these are very significant victories. And talking about the workforce back again, in Washington, there are more than 167,000 South Asian, and it looks like the tech and hospitality sector are seeing the most caste-based discrimination. Now, is this a question that I would like to ask you, and is it safe enough to ask you, would the rampant layoffs that are happening currently all around the globe, and especially in the U.S., have any connection with caste-based discrimination?
1: I don't know that the connect, the layoffs themselves are connected with the caste discrimination that we are seeing throughout the tech sector, but I think your question is nonetheless really relevant because we also see throughout history that the struggle against discrimination and oppression is the strongest when we unite the working class as a whole you know so even so for example the black lives matter movement became the l- largest street protest movement in u.s history because it was a multi-racial working class movement where people of all races marched together because whether we are personally black or not we desire to live in a society free of racism and similarly the struggle against caste oppression is the strongest when we unite working people on various issues together. So for example, this law that we won, we would not have won had we not had strong unity across religion, you know, Hindus, Sikh, Muslim, dominant caste Hindus, all of them joining with oppressed caste-led organizations, and also having unions, you know, for example, the Alphabet Workers Union, the union that represents Google workers, supported our ordinance. So similarly, I think going forward, especially in the coming months, we will need to build a united movement to fight for the many, many, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of workers who are starting to get laid off alongside the struggle against discrimination. And I should also mention, it is not only that we're fighting against caste-based discrimination, many Muslim tech workers have told my office and me that they are also facing systematic
0: discrimination. And so we're going to need to unite these fights together. Now, as a crusader against the caste system, Baba Sahib Ambedkar said, caste is a notion, it is a state of mind. Now, back in India, we are still battling atrocities in the name of caste. And modern India still seems to be holding on to the privileges or that sense of pride that a surname brings or a caste brings. Now, this sense of entitlement is definitely what we have exported to this side of the world. And you received a lot of backlash from certain groups here as well in your endeavor to you know, get this caste discrimination banned.
1: Yes. In fact, we were not surprised. We knew going in that there would be strenuous opposition, but not from progressives. The main opposition that we faced was from, I would say, far-right Hindutva-based organizations, like the Hindu American Foundation and the Coalition of Hindus of North America, who, if you look in their, at their websites, it's not only that they oppose this progressive ordinance against caste discrimination, their entire agenda, is a right wing agenda and is actually very dangerously very aligned with the agenda, far right agenda of the Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi and the Bharatiya Janata Party and in fact with their ideological backbone organization, the Rashtriya Swayam Sevak Sangh. So these are very dangerous Hindu fundamentalist ideas and though it's not surprising that these organizations oppose it and I should also mention that the most prominent organization that came out in opposition to our ordinance is actually the Vishwa Hindu Parishad, or the VHP, which some of your listeners might know this is one of the most dangerous far-right organizations that is associated with the Hindutva regime in India, and in fact has been implicated by the Human Rights Watch as one of the main organizations responsible for the 2002 massacre of Muslims in the Western Indian state of Gujarat, and 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 actually, I should also mention that we would not have won this ordinance had we not mounted a successful opposition against these right-wing Hindu elements. But also, we had to overcome the opposition of the democratic establishment in our city, which while itself not. The same. I mean, they're not the same as far-right organizations or the Republican Party. At the same time, they're very, very reluctant to take a bold position against these uh, right-wing elements. And so we would not have won had our movement not put enormous pressure on the political establishment in the city, warning them that they will pay a political price if they vote no on this ordinance, and that by voting no on it,
0: they would actually end up, whether they want to or not, end up aligning with, very dangerous right-wing element. And finally, Shama, with this ban coming into effect, what changes are you really looking forward to?
1: First of all, it would be a mistake to underestimate how historic this victory is. At the same time, we also need to be sober about the fight that still lies ahead. So, for example, we need to fight, uh, and when I say fight, I mean build a rank-and-file-led grassroots movement that understands that we cannot rely on the establishment, and we also cannot rest on our laurels meaning we won this law, that's important, we should celebrate, but we also need to fight to enforce this law, and we need to keep uh, bringing forward publicly the cases of discrimination and then see which of them can be enforced in a court of law because this new law that we have won it gives the power to a person a worker facing caste discrimination to go to court saying i face discrimination in a seattle-based corporation and the court needs to hold them accountable but that's not going to happen automatically we know that the judicial system under capitalism is not on the side of workers and the oppressed so we will need to continue fight back and another important step that needs to happen is winning such a ban a similar ban in other cities around the united states and i would say also in canada because it is when workers and activists and movements win in multiple cities that we can actually help hold up these bans and in a real way deter these kinds of incidents and really bring about a shift in inside corporations but i'll also say bottom line don't expect the corporate bosses and the billionaire class to
0: be on our side, we have to unite working people. Thank you so much, Shamaya. But before I let you go, on a lighter note, you are a true blue Punekar and I'm an asli Mumbaikar. Is there anything that you truly miss about home? Like the Kayani shrewsbury biscuits, the Puneri misal, or the patata vada? oh my god natasha i can't believe you
1: mentioned the kayani shrewsbury biscuits because that takes me back and actually to be honest with you i was only born in pune but my entire life uh, you know growing up was in mumbai so i i do have ties to both cities but i am also like you i i would call myself a mumbai girl so i miss mumbai so much i am a big city person to my core i'm sure you feel the same way i miss a lot of things
0: but now that you mentioned the Shrewsbury biscuit, I, I can I hardly think of any, but anything else, actually. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Shama. It's been such a pleasure having this conversation with you. You are a teacher, an activist, socialist, a member of the Socialist Alternative, and you have some momentous first-year credit. You have fought for the cause of the $15 minimum wage. You have been fighting against budget cuts, tuition hikes, millionaire stacks, and have been campaigning for the nationalization of big corporations, and now the historic Seattle cast ban. We wish you all the very best for all your future endeavors and your good work, Shama. More power to you. Thank you so much. And likewise, best of luck to you, Natasha. We were in conversation with Councilwoman Shama Savant, who brought about the historic Seattle cast ban. And this was part of our Hands Against Racism series. It's back to more music right here on Spice Radio 1200 AM.